0: I'm Randy. One day while cleaning out the closet of my old bedroom, I stumbled upon a three-part time capsule I'd made in 1998 when I turned 13. I meticulously detailed every part of my life, from an itemized list of school crushes to a report on the top five trends that year. Obviously, Tamagotchi, hair mascara, and blow-up chairs were among them. It's hilariously delusional and heartwarming as fuck. So join me as I look back at all the things that made growing up in the 90s so rad, and together we'll unbox... Capsule 98. Hey guys, we're back with another episode of Capsule 98, the podcast that goes inside my 13-year-old brain. Uh, First things first, we have our first ever giveaway, which is I'm giving away five pairs of passes to the special 20th anniversary screening of Spice World in Toronto at Young and Dundas. All y'all have to do is post a story on Instagram telling me who your favorite... Spice Girl is and why and tag us at capsule 98. The screening takes place on January 22nd in Toronto and the winner will be randomly selected. Uh, today we are g- joined by <laughs> two illustrious <laughs> guests. Our co-host for today is Tyler Frank. He is a fashion director at HBC Hudson's Bay and he is also my BFF.
1: Hey. How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. You're sick? Uh, can you tell?
0: Um, like the, I think the People I mean, I'm
1: into the way my voice sounds. It's I think usually you sound very even sexy. more annoying than this. Okay, good. sick with what though? <laughs> I mean, I've had a cold forever. Uh, okay. I mean, not sick in the head, but <laughs> I did too.
0: maybe a little bit. And our special guest for today is Sarah Gadon. She is an actress, an icon, an alias. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, she is most recently known for the title role in or the, the titular role. Can I say that? <laughs> I've always wanted to use that word. You nailed it. In Alias Grace.
2: Hey. Hi, what an intro.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, starting right off the bat, uh, tell us about your experience on Alias Grace, and now that it's out and it's everything everybody's talking about. <laughs>
2: Uh, it was so great. I mean, it was just—I uh, feel so unprepared for this for this question, even though I've been doing. You didn't press expect that in the '90s show. podcast, yeah? I was like ready to jump right into the '90s. Uh, no, it was so great. It was an amazing team of women who brought the show to life, and it was just such an incredible experience. It was so awesome, and I also was able to score an invite to Margaret Atwood's holiday party, and I'm feeling pretty good about that. How was it? It was amazing. It was so <laughs> great. It was so cool. Did you feel like you were
0: the uppermost echelon of Canadian?
2: Uh, I, I felt like I was. I was visiting the uppermost <laughs> echelon of Canadians. I went with Sarah Polly, and I was like, "What are all these pins everybody's wearing?" She's like, "That's that's their order of Canada pin." I left mine at home, and I was like, "Oh well, I don't have one, so." You should probably just get like a fake one off your day. Yeah. yeah, right? I will. I will.
0: <laughs> um, Margaret Atwood got a shout out at the Golden Globes. Did yeah. you
2: watch that? I didn't watch it. I went to go and see Call Me By Your Name. So in a way that you did watch the Golden Globes, you just watched one of the nominated films. Exactly, which I totally loved. I loved it so much. It was so beautiful. Oh my God. We were talking about it earlier, how great it is. It's Ugh. the best
0: movie of
2: 2017, I think. Yeah, It was so. it was so special.
0: Um, But But I missed I missed Oprah's Hmm?
2: remarks because apparently Oprah is going to be president and
1: Oprah
0: 2020 Oprah Portman 2020 Uh, so a big theme I know you I know you didn't catch much of the globes but um, the biggest sort of story was obviously the hashtag times up movement and uh, you know Oprah speech and Also, Natalie Portman directly following Oprah and saying, uh, here are the male, all male nominees for the for the category of best director. Uh, And you worked on Alias Grace with a completely female crew
2: and production team. Uh, How what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think it's a really important thing to address in the film industry, and I think that we have to look at it from from more than just a quota kind of situation not like there should be equal amount of female directors as there are male directors it's a real systemic problem that has to do with the intricacies of financing and distribution just as much as it is about is a female actually going to physically direct this and and so I think that it's something that we have to we have to try and deconstruct in a in a bigger way f- from an industry perspective. But working with Mary was so great because the first um, the first R rated movie that I ever snuck into, and I'm thinking of your movie tickets that you of all the <laughs> movies that you snuck into was American Psycho.
0: And oh wow, that's hardcore.
2: Yeah, I would. Yeah, tell me about it. I was like 14. I was like, what is this movie? <laughs> um so it was really cool to be able to work with to be able to She directed American yeah, she, Psycho and Yeah and Alias she directed Grace. all of Alias Grace and um, yeah and I think that even somebody like Mary look at the movies she's she's made so many incredible films and she flies under the radar she's not mm-hmm. recognized she doesn't get the same kind of hype and I think even treatment as so many of her you know male contemporaries so I think that it's such an important thing to talk about especially now
0: Absolutely. I mean, like when you think about female directors, like who've been had some sort of nod that can really only think about like what? Catherine, Catherine Bigelow, Bigelow yeah. and and um, yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was going to say, uh what's her name? Um,
2: Sa- Sam, Sam Taylor, Sam Taylor Woods, Sam Taylor yeah. Wood. Yeah. yeah. I think that I think that there are so many female directors also, too, and I know I know so many, they get really pissed off when people are Mm -hmm. like, there are no female directors. They're like, actually there are a ton of fucking female directors and nobody gives us any platform or recognition Mm -hmm. or, you know, so it's, it's like, it's kind of a combination of things that, that people need to seek out work made by women and support it and talk about it, which was such a great thing that we experienced with alias grace is people really supported the show in a, in a big way. Um, But I think especially for Canadian female directors, I think that critics are so hard on Canadian film to begin with and Mm. don't really support a lot of Canadian filmmakers. And I think that it's also, you know, you have you have this responsibility as an audience member and as a person that consumes culture to support and be vocal about your support of women making movies in, in, in film and also in TV, too. Mm -hmm. it's also heavy it's a Mm -hmm. it's a heavy time I think
0: yeah I mean it's yeah just to bring (laughs) it right down (laughs) I mean yeah I mean it's yeah it's obviously something that it's yeah I mean it, it definitely makes you think back to that it's funny I mean speaking speaking from the time capsule you know like I read a lot of things in my diary that were like you know times when I you know I read where where my uh my my principal was, was concerned with, you know, somebody calling somebody a slut and she was mm-hmm. like, you know, it's okay. As long as like somebody doesn't refer to you that way. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, thanks so much for protecting me. And then now that I think to it, it's like, you know, what was that? Something that a principal should have said. Should I have felt like more empowered in that moment? Who knows? Like you say, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> uh, what else are you working where, on? Where do we go? <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, well, what else have you
2: been working on lately? Uh, I have a film coming out this year, uh, The Death and Life of John F. Donovan, which is Xavier Dolan's first English language movie, which is really exciting. Um, and then I, I have some other things that are kind of coming together right now that I can't fully talk about. But
0: I mean, we're drinking a lot of tea today, so maybe yeah. if you drink enough of it, like, <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll slip out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so the reason I brought Tyler and Sarah together is because you guys are both child performers i love that you've
1: coined me as a child performer. <laughs> my one stint are you so excited to hear what it is <laughs> yeah, i, I can am can't wait. i can't wait um i was in the choir of joseph and the amazing technicolor dream Club oh my god that was Dawn the first Osmond. musical i ever saw With I, went, Donny? I think i
2: went for my 10th birthday Funny oh you saw me there oh my <laughs> god oh my god it was
1: pretty epic it was probably the best time of my life
2: I have such weird memories of going to see that play I was cuz I was young and I think I went for my 10th birthday or my 9th yeah. birthday and it was a big it was a big deal. Was there like a conveyor belt of some kind? Yes, of yes. animals. Yes, yes, a conveyor belt of animals. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! I, I also remember
0: the pyramid had eyes, and the eyes would like go shifty, like it would go. Oh like, yes, I yes.
2: cannot tell you what that musical is about now. It's about <laughs> it's, it's about the ball. It's about his coat. <laughs> It's about
0: fashion, right? Yes. It's about <laughs> Dolly Parton's coat of many colors. <laughs> I also went
1: to see it when I was 10, and I became so obsessed with it that I became obsessed with being in the choir when it came back, and that's how I got on it. I um, was, did a cold audition.
0: Can you tell <laughs> us all how you got lice? <laughs> <laughs>
1: there were a lot of ups and downs during <laughs> during my stint in the choir. Um, it, 1998, 1997, I think I was in it, maybe, um, was also the time that lice was really trending. I don't know if it was trending in everyone else's schools, but it wasn't ours. And um, we were passing lice back and forth to one another in the choir, and it took us a good six months to figure out it was because we were sharing turbans.
2: <laughs> That's amazing. When I so when I was the my first professional ex- performing experience was in the Nutcracker. When I was a, I was a lamb in the Nutcracker, um, and and all a the little little girls lamb. all the girls got pink eye. Um, because they would all put makeup on us, and they would right. use the same makeup for all the girls, and so we all got sick. We all got the flu, and then we all got pink guys. So child performing in diseases—that's <laughs> a real, that's a real truth. <laughs> I was in the
0: Nutcracker as well. What? Um, yeah, I did that. You know how they always have that that role where they say, you know, they it's like the um, what are they called? They're like. I forget what they're called, but it's like a t- you're like a gesture, the cannon person, you? the cannon, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the yeah. cannon ball, cannon, yeah. people, yeah, um, and, <laughs> and they save- person. yeah, cannon person, and they save, um, they save, t- they save one. It's like for. Local media and like celebrities, I am the first, not the last, obviously. Um, and and I did it with my friend Danielle, and it, one of them is is more of the crazy, and one of them is more of the docile, and I obviously was the crazy one, <laughs> and I had to like pull her off stage by her by her uh, by her like slippers, and one of them came off, and I ended up like beating her with it because I was like, just go with it, like it's part
2: of the role. <laughs> did you get pink eye though? I did not get oh, pink eye. <laughs> no,
0: it was only like one second. No lice, no pink eye. No,
2: no, no I, I I came don't really out think you think You've done the, done the theater then? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know nothing. Um,
0: yeah, so getting back to your original original roles uh,
2: in in film and TV, how did that how did that start happening for you? Well, for me, it was because of the 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 Nutcracker, and that was the first time I'd ever been on stage or in a professional environment, and I loved every second of it. And then I went to performing arts schools. I went to Claude Watson.
1: I went to Cardinal Carter.
2: Oh, I went to Cardinal Carter Did you? F- just for grade nine, though. Oh, okay. And um, and uh, you know, kids had agents, and so I like begged my parents to get me an agent, and I, you know, I ended up getting one because like my brother's friend on his baseball team like had, you know, like <laughs> it was just so not Hollywood yeah. at all. And, uh, and then I my parents were, like, the most reluctant stage parents. They were like, you can do this maybe on summer vacations, and that's it. And so I had, like, a very lackluster child-performing career. What did you do? My first job that I ever booked on camera was La Femme Nikita, um, and I got to play an Eastern European street urchin. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and I was so so into it and i just i loved it so much and i had the best time
0: is that on your like imdb like your fir- like go to the very bottom of imdb oh, and it's for like sure. urchin it's,
2: it's got to be my first <laughs> my first credit and what's really funny about it is that it you know i had to do an accent in it it was like an eastern european accent can you do it and for sure the <laughs> only reason why i got the part was because my grandparents are italian on my mom's side so i just did like some kind of you know, half-ass Italian accent, a little bit of no-no. and they were like, "Great, just cast her; she can do it." You know, <laughs> my Italian, my, my
0: Italian accent. I mean, whenever I try to do Italian, it just like turns to borat in five minutes. So <laughs> I think I'd be the same. <laughs> which is <laughs> probably
2: what happened to me, which is why I got a cast as the Eastern European right. street ur- <laughs> street urchin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, amazing! Um, another another
0: funny thing that I did when I was a kid is that I was in um, the Fiddler on the Roof, um, the school production of the Fiddler on the Roof, and I remember when I auditioned uh for it i sang a a 98 degree song and i was so nervous that i actually (laughs) (laughs) sounded like like my voice was like you know when you're like shaking like your voice is shaking and i remember saying in the beginning like sorry that i sound like a sheep but like (laughs) 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 but like i'm trying really hard and i thought i was so good and i ended up like in the chorus and i was and my and one of my best friends was uh was from a Sarah who's like the ghost who comes out of the cemetery (laughs) um I actually have a diary entry uh, from it perfect I can't wait I can't wait (laughs) you know as always on capsule 98 we like to pull from the time capsule so drum roll please (laughs) May 10th 1999 dear diary hi smiley face was arrow up Last night <laughs> last night was the play. It was a lot of fun. I thought that it was really good, except mom, dad, and Andrea didn't like it at all. Even though it wasn't my fault, it kind of pisses me off that they didn't like it, because I thought it was great, and we all really worked hard on it. I'm kind of pissed that it's over. I'm going to miss Mark, the director, because he's so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> and i'll miss chris the lighting guy oh well darren in brackets music is also hot but he's Lori's brother so i can see him whenever i want see ya <laughs> randy P.S. <laughs> i love adam so much and as i'm reading this um i'm ruining the rose petals from the bouquet that my mom got me um and there's the
2: the, the ticket and Amazing. chic yeah, yeah. I, I love never,
1: that you managed to mention like six boys names in like <laughs> 10 sentences but
2: whenever i wrap a job that's exactly how i feel <laughs> oh really <laughs> <laughs> you're like my mom fucking hated you're it you're like letting guy was hot check <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god guys you heard it here first if you worked on a sarah in production <laughs> <laughs> you're hot
2: you're hot but I love that you're, you in your diary say to your parents what your parents should have said to you after the play, which was, we worked really hard on it. Yeah, <laughs> it absolutely. Really They're actually, you know,
0: it's so funny. It's very, it's actually very out of character for them to not be supportive. So I guess it really sucked. Mm. Maybe they were like offended that it was so, it was an adaptation and maybe it was like too far. I, be- I believe it sucked. It wasn't real enough. <laughs> I believe that it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Sarah, when you were a, a ch- I mean, actually speaking of speaking of what we were just saying, did you fangirl on anybody that you either worked for worked with in the nineties, or did did you fangirl on anybody from the nineties?
2: Well, the funny thing is, is that my parents, like my parents, were so, um, I guess, like cognizant of the of the the shows we were watching. Like we never had the Disney Channel. I was not allowed to read like YM or any of those like 17. I I wasn't allowed to read fashion magazines until I was like a teenager. Um, So all the kids that I worked with, especially because there was a period of time when Disney shot a lot of their M.O.W.s in Toronto. I I had no idea who they were and I never really understood it. And then afterwards, people would be like, oh, my God, like I did this this show called Cadet Kelly with Hilary Duff. And I had no clue who Hillary Duff was. And this was at, like, the height of her. Oh, that's so funny. Of her, like, power. But I, I had no idea. I saw a clip of you and K- Cadet Kelly, and you're basically just like,
0: yeah! <laughs> <I got laughs> Hillary a, who? I got blue
2: hair extensions. Oh, it was what What was your role?
0: You were just, like, a cute gal?
2: I think I played her best friend in it. And, yeah, we were, like, buddies before she went off to cadet school, which is a hilarious, you know, army propaganda movie that disney made (laughs) for (laughs) children (laughs) now that i look back on it Uh, (laughs) what the heck is that movie (laughs) i
0: love lizzie mcguire but i don't think i've seen cadet kelly
2: oh i feel like you should now especially because of it's you might want to join the army i might want to join the army i
0: think i'm too old i think they'd be like we don't want you you're like not good you're you're, you wouldn't be able to help
1: (laughs) unless Um, you got blue hair extensions
0: I mean, that would be fine. I could do
2: that. I right. wasn't a cadet, though. I was, like, from art school or something. Um. Oh. <laughs> you were, like, the girl that you left behind. Yes, totally. You were, like, totally. the life that you left behind. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and the, I mean, in my in my IMO, the most iconic thing that you did in the 90s is that you were on an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's super 90s. For yeah.
0: everybody that, um, if anybody is from the States or um, was un, was under a rock or is too young or too old, um, the show are you afraid of the dark was a weekly show i believe it was on saturday nights on ytv and it was like a weekly story and there was this group called the midnight society and they would gather by a campfire every week and tell like a scary story and then the episode would be the scary story so but i remember the the the
2: opening (laughs) of that of that show was so scary as a kid i had to leave the room no when, no. It, would, when it was when just it for the on. intro because see i found the intro so scary because it would be like that's so some funny. scary music and then the shot of an empty swing swinging in the dark in a playground and that I, was, is, I couldn't handle it yeah. i had to leave the room um but yeah it was a huge career highlight when i was cast in the forever game of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Which was basically like a Jumanji ripoff. Uh, I'm sure that I would know it if I watched it. the game they were playing came to life. Um, yeah, it was pretty... It was the first time I ever went on an airplane to Montreal to shoot the episode. And it was just a big... It was a big moment for me. I mean,
0: at the end of the day, like you can say that that happened for you. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I was actually watching, um, in prep for this episode, I was watching like, at, like these YouTube, like top 10 episodes. And I was like, I'm trying to think if I could remember any of these episodes and all of them, I think I might've blocked them because like, I'm so scarred by them, but they're like <laughs> multiple ones from the top 10 had clowns in them. They always yes. had a clown like
1: that's or horrifying. some sort of figurine that came to life.
0: Yes.
2: It could have been goosebumps or it could have been, are you afraid of the dark? But it was this one where, there was this swimming pool, and the swi- and the person in the yeah. swimming pool kept bringing people in and drowning them. I huh. still think about that when oh I'm God. in a swimming pool. That
0: was in the top ten. It was like the floating man. It's or something. so oh scary. God. Yeah, the 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 plot was that they um the the local school or something they dug up a cemetery to build a pool. And yes. one of the ghosts was yeah. like
2: there. Or the sea captain. The sea ca- I don't know why I remember all of this so vividly. <laughs> the sea captain. <laughs> the sea captain who had stolen treasures. And then every time he fell asleep, the ghosts would come and get him. So he could only sleep for a certain amount of time before somebody would come to to kill him. Oh, Lord. I can't believe you made still, it that far through the episode. I still have. Yeah, I have <laughs> seen <sleeping> the campfire.
1: <laughs>
0: <problem>. <laughs> yeah, no, she walked away for the intro, and then she came back when it started. When I opened. The guy, the guy from, from Are You Afraid of the Dark is like a weatherman now, isn't he?
1: I have no idea, but. Uh,
2: Ross Hall, yeah. Yes. Is
1: that yeah. his name?
2: Yeah. Ro- yeah, Ross Hall. And he was they also on do, Student Bodies. They should do a Where Are They Now? Are You Afraid of the Dark?
0: I mean, we should do it on the podcast. Um,
2: there you go. You have to do that. You have to do it.
0: Yeah, what were you
1: saying? Uh, I don't know if I should say it. <laughs> go, go for it. I, I'm not sure if he's op- an, an, an openly gay man or not, but about like 15 years ago, I remember plowing over people at a gay bar to go talk to him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to be gay to be uh, in a gay bar. He,
1: well, he was gay and in a gay bar. Oh, okay. Because we then made out. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God, that's
2: amazing! I mean it with Hall.
1: Uh, yeah, it was like. Were you
2: like submitted for the uh, approval of the Midnight Society? Exactly. That <laughs> was oh my god. That was around, what? <laughs>
1: and then I threw salt on him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you put salt around you, <laughs> right? <laughs> um. Okay, but hold on. I, so here's my here's the thing. Here's the thing that I need to know because you said that you don't really like you weren't part of like pop culture too much or you weren't a al- lot. You weren't able to
2: like have the magazines and stuff. But like, did did people in your school then treat you differently? Not really because I went to art school and so it was kind of super common. There were lots of kids in my class that worked or that acted and I never, I only ever did like guest stars or kind of, yeah, I I only ever did like guest starring roles so I wasn't like a series kid. Mm -hmm. That's like the real difference. Series kids, they were gone for half the year Mm -hmm. because they were doing their TV show and my parents never let me miss you know, more than a week here or there of school. Mm-hmm. I, that was like completely out of the question. Mm-hmm.
0: And you were, you, there was another thing from the nineties that you were in with Lauren Collins. Yes. And Katie Boland, right? In a heartbeat.
2: Oh, in heart. Okay. So what is in, that? In a heartbeat. Yeah. In a heartbeat. It, it was, the, it was another Disney show um, about teen. I think it was about, cause we, it was about a, a group of teens and then we were kind of, Lauren was like her younger sister and we were her friends and her younger sister group. Um, but it was about teenage paramedics, like training to be paramedics or something. I, I think it's legal. about that. Um, <laughs> Eleven and twelve. Yeah, um, we weren't the paramedics. We're like teenagers were like volunteer par- paramedics. I think.
0: And w- and you were just and what was your scene? I don't know. Did like, you like have to fake death like for someone? No, to look, no, you?
2: no. Katie had to fake death. And did you? And you were just the, like freaking and out. And then she was saved. I think. Oh. Yeah, she was saved. Yeah. By a teen, a teen I paramedic. I really, I really should have prepared more and, <laughs> and watched. And you should watched have been these. looking into your own archive. <laughs>
0: yeah. So what was, okay, so then, okay, so what was life like? Like, what were you like when you were, let's say, in 98, you would have been 10,
2: right? So yes. Let's, so what were you like? My life was pretty much ruled by dance. I was obsessed with dance and I, I went to, uh, I went to dance school and everything, that i was like passionate about was janet jackson and mm. dancing and uh i feel like velvet rope came out in 80 uh 97 or 98 maybe and nice i just that. remember being completely obsessed with that album and i th- i think i was 10 in 98 and i remember dance being this this world of like sexual burgeoning because you're kind of, you know, discovering your body and discovering how it moves and, and the power that that holds. And also, you know, coupled with extreme discipline because I also took ballet and it was like super disciplined and super about female conditioning and about like what being feminine was and what being gentle was and um, and elegant and all of those things. So it was a really it was a really impactful time. I took this acting course recently, um, and one of the exercises was to feel a bunch of different fabrics and just, like, clear your mind and think of the, the memories that they evoke for you.
1: And one was velvet.
2: One was velvet, <laughs> and it reminded me of this, this costume that I had, which was velvet pants and a, be- and, a, and a crop top. And it was to the Janet Jackson song, Together Again, which was so big at that time. And I remember just, you know, in that moment, feeling like I'm. Look at me in this, you know, crop top, and this <laughs> is so cool, and this is like the cool. I, mean, I think it was the most cool feeling I I had ever felt. And I recently recalled that when I fondled some velvet in an. <laughs> <house."> <laughs> <laughs> well, did you go to dance school?
1: Um. No, I went for vocal.
0: Oh right. Yes, but, but I also, did dance. Yeah. Plenty, mostly well, in my you're room alone. A very good dancer.
1: Thank you. Self-taught self-taught really I mean it's just in my blood you know in (laughs) 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 the ability to dance so well
0: (laughs) um I went to dance school but for some reason my mom like decided that I was gonna do tap like I don't remember (laughs) being part of that choice like maybe one time where did you go to dance school um in Richmond Hill it was like uh I don't even remember what it was called like Richmond Hill Ballet danceology or dead dan- townsology <laughs> um, i don't know like i forget what it was called but um I remember the symbol of it though, but anyway, um, I did. T- I only did it for a few years. I wasn't competitive or anything, but um, I remember like I don't know why tap was the thing, but I. I see you as a
1: tap dancer.
0: Uh, I guess my mom did too, but I remember <laughs> always watching because I remember the school had multiple forms of dance, obviously, and I remember watching the acro and being like, oh, I want
2: to do acro. I mean, acro is really what's cool. acro? Is acro that like is like the flipping, and, dancing? yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Just, just ac- like acro, like the oh, just being routines, able to do flips, the flips, and the like.
1: Key to be a. Being
2: I feel like it's, like, kind of, like, ryth- like yes. rhythmic gymnastics e vibes.
0: I just remember, like, doing the flips, but I uh, also went to dance camp at that school, which was basically just doing, like, all the forms that they offered. And so we got to do acro there, and that's, like, where I learned to do, like, a back walkover without any help, and it was major. Um, but my first, re- re- my first recital, I need to show you guys. At a later date, I will find my costume for you because it is the least, like, the least... I don't even know. Just like the least cool costume of the world. Um, but I my first dance recital was um to whose whose boots of your uh or whose wait uh, whose bed been. yeah whose bed have your <laughs> boots been <laughs> under oh by God. Shania, like when she like blew onto the scene. Uh. And yeah. you were doing
1: tap dance to this tap dance to Would that. It's got to a slow that.
0: beat, right? <laughs> it's kind of like, di, 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 di. yeah,
1: totally. I think I could just really see you in a little hat too, like tipping <laughs> like, it at the like end, like a pink cowboy hat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, certainly. It was a
0: pink. It was a pink like poofy skirt. It was the least Shania outfit like right. possible. Like they oh could have God. definitely made us cowboys, but we weren't.
2: I went to the YMCA dance camp. And it was—I just remember just thinking that it was the coolest thing ever. And we did a dance called "Makeup." That I forget what the song was, but we all had these like big fake, com- like giant prop-sized compacts, and the whole dance we were just like patting our cheeks with like <laughs> makeup, and galloping Amazing. around the room. And I just remember thinking that was really cool. And also, I remember for some reason, like sitting in circle in a circle, and everyone having to say their favorite band. And everybody said Ace of Base because oh. that's what was that had like just come out that summer. Oh my god! And it was just such a funny female moment of everyone being like Ace of Base, Ace of Base, Ace of Base, Ace of Base, uh, Ace of Base, <laughs> and then one being like Hanson. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love Ace of Base. I remember when Ace of Base came out. We we had um I don't know if I don't know if this was a thing that was only at my school or it was like a thing that people did, but we had French Day. Once a year and you and it was like an entire day where you could where you only had to like you weren't allowed to speak English and <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you like accrued points for like as many times as you could speak French or whatever and we got croissants for lunch and like That's it was so the best. Great. Yeah, it was the best. And then I remember like whoever whoever got the most points won a prize and the prize was at the Ace of Base tape. And I remember my friend, like I never won it cause I probably sucked, but my friends won <laughs> it. And we, and we would just like abuse that tape just like over and over and over again. Cause it was so good. I that was just w- your school. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, would,
2: I would love to have dinner with all the women that taught me dance.
0: Oh, we thought you're going to say the that women that- from Ace of Base. Oh yeah. That, that too. too. <laughs> but just, I
2: just remember like, idolizing definitely these you know women who must have been like 22 or yeah. something and just thinking they were so cool and like so sexy and like in touch with their sexuality and just i just thought they were so cool i feel like all my jazz teachers da- were also raptors dancers Ah, uh, amazing yeah. very cool yeah that's i remember Toronto starting thing. at my
1: performing arts school in grade nine and you probably had a similar experience and like looking at the grade 12s and yep. them dancing and singing and just thinking that they were, like, anyone could have been a celebrity.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, yeah, there, there still is a little bit of that today. Like, when you go to a, a good... Workout class, like there is that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, like uh, yeah, I mean I, like I idolize my like Pilates teacher right. Amber, obviously, you yeah. know, like yeah, there yeah, yeah. there is that vibe yeah. like towards teachers. Totally, like, that's
2: so true. You know what I mean? You're like,
0: what do you? I remember when I used to go to the my old gym. We used to do Zumba with this woman named gail and we like stalked her on Facebook and like fully were just <laughs> like she was yeah. like a mom, and yeah. we were like <laughs>
2: obsessed with her. Yeah. <laughs> I I find too that I sometimes when i when i'm in la or new york and i'll go to fitness classes and the teachers are really passive aggressive and mean i'm like oh i hope they like me i really Absolutely. want that. you know they're just like they're bullying me and i'm just like this is really working yeah like did i do it right like my
0: posture is amazing right <laughs> it's really the acceptance sick. game so were you obsessed with dance movies then of of the 90s the hallmark dance movies
2: yeah oh my god what was yeah. your fave what's um Oh my god. Center stage is like the everything. The be all and end all for me. I still watch that from time to time. When, I
0: haven't seen that one in a while. When really? things get low, I've definitely seen it. I I, I,
2: I, I throw on center stage. <laughs> Who's your who who would who, who would you be? <laughs> Peter Gabriel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh my god. Yes. Um Oh my god! But yeah, I mean, I've talked about this in a previous episode. But my favorite thing is like the be- the end of the the end of the movie is where, where like when she's standing in a room and everyone's like, Jodie's Sawyer, everyone!"
2: Yes, she's just, everybody's <laughs> just like
0: throwing roses at her.
2: Yes, there's so
1: yeah. many epic moments in that movie. Oh my from god, from the cornrows to putting the cigarette out with her ballet shoe. Oh I love right, how how
2: nineties movies didn't have to make any sense and there could no. be magic in them it, like it was fancy she just does a quick change and then all of a sudden is in a red tutu yeah. and you're just like i'm not questioning this no. i'm going with it and i love it oh my god that was <laughs> that scene
0: was like there was nothing like like a finale scene like that like where yes. it's just like Oh my god. Giving like, you everything you want. Giving you everything, just like Jamaiquai, like killing it. <laughs> just like the endless, like what does she do where oh she's just like endlessly spinning? spinning, oh, the yes. spinning, the spinning. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. pirouette. <laughs> exactly. oh, so good. <laughs>
2: but looking back on it now, do you think that it was do you think they were body shaming the anorexic girl, or do you think it was was an educational thing about eating disorders in the dance world? What do we think?
0: It must have been an it's supposed to be
2: educational, right? I guess maybe I was just going for an angle there. You, I mean, I, I remember,
1: <laughs> I remember recently watching and thinking it was a pretty harsh way to handle someone, like dealing with an eating disorder. Yeah, like they weren't being very kind to her or delicate.
0: Yeah, I don't think they were necessarily body shaming her, but they definitely were shaming that kind of personality. Yes, like that that harsh bitch vibe. Like she was yeah. too harsh. Right. Yeah. But in the end, it was her mom's fault. Mm -hmm. Right. And then that that cute guy saved her. Yes. Because a man always saves the day. I guess that's really what we're saying. And he was such a babe. He was. He was such a babe.
2: Yeah, I wonder whatever happened to him. Probably
0: I also there was um. Do you or guys, her, or anyone else in that movie? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, Jodie Sawyer was on something recently. Twelve <laughs> monkeys. Jody's. Yes. Oh my god. No, she's like. And it, the weird thing about it is, I remember at the time being like being like not some of them are actors and some of them were dancers, right? And Jodie Sawyer. What yeah. I love, how I'm still being like Jodie Sawyer. I don't know her name, but a uh, Jodie Sawyer was um was not a, as a, was a dancer. So now she's like morphed into an actress, I guess.
2: Yeah.
1: And that cute, the cute. Ballerina, ballerina. What do you call a man ballet dancer?
0: Ballerino. Do you? (laughs) I have no. I think I've wondered it before and have no idea. The
1: male ballet dancer. He. (laughs) Which one?
0: The the Cooper or Charlie? No, Charlie.
1: (laughs) He's in another dance film. Yeah, recently. Yes. Playing a male ballet dancer. But I think twelve years later. Playing a male. (laughs)
2: They didn't they marry each other in real life? I think they married each other. Maybe Charlie i Charlie and Jody. Maybe my 12 year old self made that. Yeah, up that in, was in, in your dreams. <laughs> I, think I, I think I watched it pretty recently and did some serious Googling about each cast member. like oh, discovered so that he married everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my
0: God. I love that movie. What? what? what, what there's other amazing dance movies. Oh, like Save the Last Dance. Obvi. Oh, I love
2: Save the Last Dance. Also
0: classic 90s, like probably a lot of things in that
2: movie would never fly these days. Yeah, I have not watched that one in a while.
0: So good, though. Yeah. Remember when the guy from that movie, I forget his name, but the main guy, remember when he was in Cruel Intentions as the like violin teacher who Selma Blair has like an affair with and her mom is like this horrible like Upper West Side. Yes. yes. I don't,
1: I don't, I just only made the connection now that it's the same guy.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and he, and she was like super racist. Oh yeah. I remember that now. Didn't want them to have a relationship and it was like Sarah Michelle Gellar's like, like manipulation tool.
2: Yes. Oh,
0: everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So many good dance movies of the nineties. There's like, I mean the cutting edge. I've never seen that, but I know people are obsessed with it. That's not quite dance. That's more skating. I've never even heard of that.
2: I was in the cutting edge three. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah. Amazing. laughs> Who are you? Um, You know, Celeste Mercier, the French Canadian figure skater. That was, I think, I think I was a villain. I can't remember if I was, no, I don't think I was a villain. I think I just like, Broke my ankle and couldn't compete or something. You were Nancy Kerrigan, but without the <laughs> yeah, without with, uh, the brutality. Have you seen Tonya? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, seen you it. haven't.
0: I have to see it. But you love it.
1: I'm obsessed.
0: Why? What do you, What do you think about it? Is so amazing. Um.
1: Well, I didn't know the story. I mean, we all know the story as it's told to us, but there's yeah. so much more to it. And I think that that Tanya Harding is played out to be such a horrible person without any context. And seeing this movie, you realize. How much she's gone through, and you know sh- she in the end didn't do it. Um, and how I she. I mean, just, I guess we'll
2: never really know, though.
1: No, I mean she. We will never know her involvement, mm. right? Ooh,
2: but, fight about it, go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but she's. It's just. It's so crazy. She just wanted to skate and came from such a broken family and like the most horrible mother in the entire world, and but pushed her really hard. And it's it's an amazing film, and Margot mm. so in
2: it another theme from center stage a mother that pushes her daughter stage mom stage oh mom. stage moms yeah
0: did you i guess you obviously did not have
2: a stage mom no no i like wished i had one so bad because <laughs> really? i was such a precocious kid and i wanted to you know act so badly but i wished my parents were just not
0: why can't you just like abuse my <laughs> I was like, talents? why can't you push me <laughs> <laughs> push me <laughs> oh my god do you realize do you prefer to play a villain or a or a um, a heroine?
2: Oh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think villains get to have so much fun. Um, maybe a villain, I guess. I guess the alias grace
0: is sort of a bit of both. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's probably the ideal. Oh, <laughs> well, what,
0: what do you like playing in your illustrious career of
2: performance? <laughs> <laughs> I want to call you
0: Joseph you just should. because you were in. No, he was like Camelback One. <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, like
1: swaying bush on fire number three. Um... <laughs> uh i mean i would definitely want to play a villain yeah no obviously. doubt about it
0: me too like it i know neither of you guys have seen 90210 but val is <laughs> the best <laughs> character of all she's the villain she's like yeah she's she's got she's got tood mm. she's got a real crazy background too so like she's got reason to be crazy she's got fire in her oh yeah she certainly does <laughs> uh, that's another thing of the 90s like people having the most dramatic and insane personal stories. Like like especially like a woman like a in woman in real life or
1: in or in like fiction. No, 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 in
0: fiction. I mean in real life as well but like in in fiction like the story like teen dramas the story have to, the right. stories. The I mean struggle. I guess it's really current too but like it really is that trope of teen teen shows where like 7000 things happen to one character. Like, you know, like every character. That's on because they went for like, like 10 four times. years. They, they, yeah, like that's TV true. TV shows
2: lasted so long back then.
0: That's true. That's Everything
2: like, had to happen to you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's like a good character arc. Good, A yeah. good 10-year character arc.
0: <laughs> so what would be what would be in your time capsule of the
2: 90s? Um, some velvety material. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> a, just a velvet. velvet rope. Just a <laughs> swatch of velvet. Um, Some crop tops, uh, a few Spice Girl albums, a Janet Jack- Jackson velvet rope for sure, and maybe a bunch of VHS um, dance recital shows because – that was, like, the biggest deal it was your dance recital in June. It was, like, the hugest. It was, like, that's what I lived for was the dance recitals in June.
1: What was your favorite performance, and can you remember any moves from any of them?
2: And can you do them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. On New Year's Eve, I had a little too much to drink and decided to recreate my, um, I was saying, I'm going to do this podcast about the 90s, and, like, all I can think about is, like, all of the dance moves that I did and my friend who danced was with me she is from Edmonton though and we both were just like doing like shuffle ball change and v-turns <laughs> and box steps and like oh. all the the amazing moves of that time <laughs> so yeah what what is the, the favorite performance I feel like together again which was the Janet Jackson right. oh right. that I referred to was maybe one of my favorites
1: I do th- it's like incredible I have the worst memory as you do and when something from the 90s comes on like whether it's a song or like a, a dance move from Spice Girls or any of those. Like it just comes back with like not, you thinking. know, everything Yeah, yeah it's it absolutely. comes back so naturally.
0: The other day I was in my friend's car and he was playing a Hanson song and it wasn't even one of their hits. It was like yeah, a B side or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, it was just like, it's like robotic. Like it just like comes out of you.
2: I'm like, how did I know that? Yeah. It's
0: yeah. Crazy. I feel that way about
2: the Spice Girls. I know like, I oh, know all the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I know everything. I remember I used to go to these Spice Girl, l- dress up parties there was this store on Eglinton called Chickaboom at like Eglinton and Bathurst and they used to have these afternoons where you could dress up as a Spice girl and go to the store and have a party and then shop (sighs) and that was like that's amazing yeah who would you be I would always be baby I could have guessed that yeah I saw that coming from a mile away
0: or sporty Baby or Sporty Sporty was my fave Yeah who You would have been Sporty Yeah I
1: lived for Sporty
0: Interesting Sporty was my absolute bottom Always (laughs) Really Yeah she was my least favorite Always I was always a combo Originally I was a
2: Jerry girl Mm -hmm. And then I Totally Jerry
0: And then I quickly Turned to Posh So it's like a It's a combo Of the two of them Yeah Ugh Amazing! You should really <laughs>
2: consider bringing that to uh, Hudson's Bay as a Spice Girl theme shopping party. <laughs> the that it can I will take that with me. I'll super pitch that well, <laughs> Tyler.
0: What would be in your '90s ca- time capsule? Um,
1: definitely a lot of Spice Girls as well. I think as a young gay boy at that time, like having paraphernalia of girl bands all over my room, pretending I had crushes on them, not wanting to be them, um, <laughs> would have been filled with that. Um. And yeah, I mean, just cheese pop, anything cheesy, the most cheese of everything. (laughs) The Moffitts? Um, The Moffitts. Oh, wow.
2: That's really going cheese.
1: I did. Do you want me to tell the story?
0: (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, I just sound like a crazy 90s stalker with my are you afraid of the dark moment? Now this. <laughs> um, I was a, a friend, a group, a friend group. And myself were very obsessed with the moths. A
0: friend group. And myself. I don't, don't know why I posted <laughs> so were that. You like a it wasn't just of me
1: is what I'm trying to stress. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, my friends and I uh, were very obsessed with the Moffats, so much so that they, like, they were all girls, and I was in the closet at that time, so, of course, I didn't pretend I liked them as much as they did, but they had, like, lines on the the brick wall outside our school that was their height, and they would, like, make out with the brick wall, and <laughs> <laughs> that it was them, oh um, and we had gone to, like, all, and I'm pretty sure an intimate, interactive with them. Um, there. and we would go <laughs> to all their the concerts diary. whatever we were obsessed and years later i met one of them at a bar and we wound up dating for a year and no! this makes ah! me sound absolutely horrible but i never really liked him but, uh, <laughs> so but you were like I stayed with him for it. a year because of course how could i not he liked me and i was so obsessed with them he wasn't even my favorite one he was probably the worst one <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I guess we all know how that relationship ended. Yeah, this is broke the his best poor
1: story heart. I've ever heard. I'm <laughs> so happy it, right now. It was such an exciting year. That I'm, is the
0: culmination of every like preteen's dream. Like, it
1: was. And um, I'm, I'm I still fans for the Moffat. people. I feel
2: like it's hard for him to find someone who wants to date him for his authentic self. You think? <laughs> I think I'm the only
1: one who knew who he was. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs>
2: oh my God. That's
0: why it's like insane when you see the... Um, the interview of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, and she's like, I didn't know anything about him. Um, so I was like really interested to learn about his family and I was like <laughs> absolutely false like every yeah, single yeah, yeah. like 13 or however she old she would have been like 15 at the time yeah. like
2: you know who he is bitch like come on. <laughs> and it's like
0: the culmination of your dreams in yeah. some way <laughs> yeah. come on
2: you can stop playing it cool now that
0: you're going to marry him <laughs> yeah. I mean if I was going to marry one of them I would be like I was obsessed with him yeah. as a teen and then <laughs> forgot about him yeah. or whatever it is Yeah, that's not even true but I would at least say that <laughs> <laughs> um so I guess I guess we're at the end of another fabulous episode Aww. a five star on iTunes episode I think um <laughs> and inspired inspired by um a document that I cannot find currently but it's probably somewhere in the time capsule I have a list of my favorite things uh in the 90s which include things that are not limited to the 90s including um zucchini casserole uh not a 90 not a 90 specific item but something i did love in the 90s I've never had
1: zucchini casserole
0: it's absolutely amazing my mom makes it once a year it's mm. just the best thing in the world but anyway i mean getting back to that what are sarah if you had to pick one thing from the 90s to bring back what would that be um w- I should say that my was, list of favorites are things that we want to bring back. So zucchini casserole mm. we're bringing into to now, which uh, we did.
2: I would definitely say Spice Girl themed dress up parties. For uh, sure. Oh, for oh. sure.
0: Damn. Oh, it's mm-hmm.
1: so hard. Maybe like old Britney Spears?
2: Mm. Yeah, she came out in 98. 98. How about the Much Music countdown? <sighs>
0: Playing music videos on TV would be a really that, great. That is yeah. a good thing to bring yeah. back. Yeah. Do you guys, did you guys ever make like mixes off of the TV?
2: Uh, yeah. <sighs> also, speakers corner. Did you guys uh,
0: ever go on speakers corner? All the time. No, I would
2: totally go now though. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Could. Did you ever go on speakers corner? Uh, we, yeah, once. It's actually. In the diary, um, I once I there was one day you know you know around that time it's like it's the first time when your parents are kind of letting you go downtown by yourself and yeah. you're like you know doing your own thing and I remember one day I went with this girl from my from my elementary school at, or junior high or whatever and we went to Planet Hollywood and for lunch and we died. Um, <laughs> I, had my, I had my thirteenth <laughs> birthday party there. Oh my god, it <laughs> everything.
2: Remember you like legit thought that people would be there like yes. for sure. No yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Oh my god, of course. Totally. What? that's the appeal? I was like Whoopi Goldberg owns this restaurant Yeah yeah. Remember, <laughs> oh my god
0: yes Remember it was like a split between like a million celebrities yeah, Like Bruce Willis yeah.
2: Like Demi Moore Who
0: else was an owner Whoopie, I wonder if I they
2: ever got their money out of Planet Hollywood <laughs> Or if it was some person's pyramid scheme They got tucked into Probably
0: It's
1: closed
0: Yeah it's closed just there's speaking of oh. I was just watching an episode from season four and it's when I know neither of you guys get this but it's for the benefit <laughs> of our listeners um it's the at uh, the time when Brenda thinks that she wants to go away from California for university to like split off from and do her own thing and she goes back to Minnesota and to like go to university and she's like with her little cousin and, and her little cousin's just like obsessed with LA and she's like I have a question did you go to Planet Hollywood did you go to Hard Rock have you been to Toontown <laughs> <laughs> and it's like obviously like All exactly what I would have asked. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what toon town is, but no. apparently probably something looney tunes I guess.
1: Sounds anyway,
0: right. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. (laughs) Guys, it's been a pleasure having you here. So many laughs. Oh, so many laughs. No crying.
1: No, but I do feel a bit depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Is it because you're just sick? (laughs) Exactly. I have a cold. (laughs) No, because we don't live in the 90s anymore. It's true. Time goes on.
2: I also thought, you know, Speaker's Corner would make no sense now because we have YouTube. That's
0: and we true. have Twitter and Instagram yeah. and like literally every way to say anything. I'm also trying to remember like what people would have said on Speaker's Corner.
2: Like what what was what did people say? feel like say? they were always
1: drunk. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But what did they say? Like, what would have been the point of going? Electric on? circus. Oh, let's bring electric circus back. Absolutely, that's what I want back. I that... take mine back. Spice Girl themed dress up parties. I can do on my own time. <laughs> I want. <laughs> I want electric circus. Electric back. circus is definitely going to be would... a future episode. A hundo PB at electric circus right now. Oh yeah. my god, that was everything. Yeah.
1: Were you ever on it?
2: No, I was like
1: 10. <laughs> we were too young, I guess. Yeah, we were too young. But there was. But I went to it all the time.
0: I never went. I just watched it, and thought it was a literally I'd the coolest thing ever. Go to it and ever. stand
1: there with like ten other sad people. Like somebody was telling me no. recently, that, that small <laughs> crowd. There was always a small crowd. Yes,
0: and the crowd was always like, it was quite obvious why one was outside and one was in. Hey. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I was in Joseph. <laughs> I got lice. To I, prove don't, it. I don't
2: know if you've seen me and Joseph, <laughs> but either really has my dance. mom, but I was in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well,
0: thanks so much for coming, guys. Oh, thank you.
2: We
0: really, we really killed. We really smashed it today. Mm, slayed it. <laughs> now that we are done with the important stuff, a <laughs> um, uh, final sign off. I don't know if you guys know how to sign off correctly of this podcast, but it goes a little something like, "Get out of my facial act." Get.
2: Out of my facial act.
1: <laughs> Get out of my facial act.
2: Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>